Chris. Today we are talking about hope. Yeah. How hopeful are you feeling at the moment? Wow, what a question. That's a broad and general question, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think we mean different things by the word hope. So if you ask me how hopeful I am about Southampton going up again, I'd say five out of ten. Hopeful. That's not very hopeful. No. That's about where I am too. Yeah. Um, how hopeful am I that I'm going to be a better tennis player next year? Yeah, quite hopeful. I hope you don't get too good because I want to catch up with you at some point. But um, yeah, hope hope's quite important, isn't it? It's something we, we talk about a lot. Star Wars, A New Hope. Um, Gallup, the uh, analytics company in the US, does lots of polling and they had an article about hope in the economy. And they said... With low hope, we stop interacting with the world. We pull back. Literally, we don't show up. Hope is imperative in business. Uh, it's a key. It's a key thing in life, isn't it? Having hope. Definitely, um, it's the driving force of human flourishing. Um, so I, I broke my ribs uh, three weeks ago. If I didn't have the hope that I'd get better, I'm really gonna descend and decay yeah um or think about the troops in in ukraine defending their homeland without a hope um they are lost aren't they yeah yeah so it's that we need that hope to uh, in a way get up each morning and to to go forward and to to be like yes i'm going to make a difference in the world and if you know it's not you're not going to make any difference well, it's, it's demoralizing, isn't it? Definitely. I think, you know, when when people get depressed, what they're devoid of is hope. Yeah. And you descend into this spiral of hopelessness, and that's yeah. very dark. Yeah. And I mean, not to make this incredibly uh, uh, demoralizing podcast, but I mean, we're looking around in society right now, in the world right now, I mean... Okay, the news, they kind of, they get more clicks on the scary things and the oh no things. Um, but there's there's a lot of reasons you could argue for not having hope right now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think that there is a feeling of lack of hope in the world and society right now. I think... Um, you know, we enjoyed a lot of peace worldwide for many years. And I think the geopolitical situation in the world is quite scary right now. Yeah. We're in a cost of living crisis and have been for quite some time. People's real wages have been falling. We've emerged from a pandemic, but I think there's still this sense of inertia. Um, so I think I think there's not a lot of hope out there right now. Yeah. It's interesting. I was at... Uh... Osborne House on the Isle of Wight, Queen Victoria's summer home. And there's this whole area of talking about how she is like the the kind of the the grandmother of the royalty of Europe. All her children married into different royalties and and their whole plan, Victoria and Albert, was that because of all of these alliances, there'd be no war in Europe. Mm-hmm. And of course World War One happened. Um it utterly failed. World War One was called the war to end all wars but then there was world war ii <laughs> and then after world war ii uh alliances were made in a, in a sense to not have war again in europe 
but we have what's happening in Ukraine currently. That's on like a global scale in a sense, but also on a personal scale, it can sometimes be hard to have hope. You mentioned mental health uh, about even just change. When we come to New Year's resolution, we say, oh, yeah, so this is going to be the year I change. Um, but then we we find often it's hard to kick old habits. Um, there's a lot of reason to 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 struggle and say, well, why have why have hope? What should we put our hope in? Um, it's interesting. I pulled up an article on Reddit. Why? What do you have hope in? What gives you hope? And the top answers were um, people doing nice things gives me hope that there's more good people than bad. Uh, music, uh, which music is a powerful thing, isn't it? Um, and the th I think the third top answer was my dog, <laughs> which as a dog owner, I, I do do love a good dog. Um, Not hope on a grand scale, though, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's fair to say hope often when we say we hope something. What we're really saying is it's wishful thinking, you know. I I I hope I um I don't know, I hope Southampton get promoted. Um I hope one day I will be Chris Webb in tennis. Um but especially with that second one, is there any real reality Not to that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's, it's, it's, it's wishful thinking more um, than maybe but, something that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's right, isn't it? That's where I think the Christian word hope uh, for hope, elpis in, in the Greek, um, is, is different from our English word hope. Mm -hmm. You're right, with, with our word, I think there's quite a lot of uncertainty. But I think when the Bible writers use the word hope, they're talking about a confident expectation. Yeah. Um, so something that God has promised, mm -hmm. and therefore something that's, that's sure. Um, and so when you're hoping for something that's sure, uh, that, that relieves the anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, if... Biblical hope is about uh, God and his promises, uh, his character, where often our kind of worldly hope is in, is in things or maybe winning the lottery one day. Um, one is much more secure than the other, you could say. Um, I, I, one one uh, speaker... I listened to you, she said, um, uh, why does hope so often disappoint? Is it possibly because our hope is in the wrong thing, was in the wrong thing all along? Putting your hope in the wrong thing sets you up to be hopeless. Mm. Um, Alicia Wood, by the way, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, hope in the Bible, it's such a, a grand, massive thing. Um, so often we think of our salvation as something that just belongs to us. So um, I, have, I have a hope that I'm reconciled to God and that one day I'm going to be with him forever. But the biblical hope is concerning the kingdom. And so it's not just about me and my relationship with God as, as much as that is, but everything that all human beings wish for um, an end to violence, an end to the 
hierarchies of injustice that have blighted the world for centuries. Uh, peoples of all nations getting on with each other and flourishing. The, the world that we all want, the, the, the biblical hope is that, that these things belong to the kingdom of God. And when Jesus came, he, he brought some of that kingdom in. That's why he, he healed the sick. Mm. That's why he hugged lepers um, and they were cleansed. He made the blind to see. So that, that world of flourishing and healing and joy and multicultural flourishing, the kingdom is coming. Mm. And that's the Christian hope. And it's just so all-encompassing. So Romans 8, that, isn't it? Mm. The, 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 the yeah. restoring of all, yeah, the redeeming earth, of all the creation. Is, 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 it's as if the whole earth is like a mother, uh, an expectant mother, pregnant mother, who's waiting for the birth of her child. And so it's groaning. The whole earth is groaning, but it's going to produce this new life that we all hope for. Yeah, there's a there's a um, one a Proverbs thirteen twelve remind me what you were saying there. It says, "Hope deferred makes the heart sick, mm. but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life." Mm. Um, and Romans five verse five says, um, "Hope our hope does not disappoint," mm. um, which is a a really I, that just means a lot to me. Um, it's not a, a wishful thinking hope. It is a hope that will be fulfilled. But it is also, I guess, hope. It's very connected to faith, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. we don't always hope in itself implies maybe that's something we don't have right now, mm -hmm. but it's going to come in the future. That's right. And with hope and faith, I think they're based on evidence. Mm -hmm. So... With our English words, we, we can hope for something, we can be hopeful, but it might not necessarily be based on evidence. Mm -hmm. um, my, my definition of hope is I really struggle in winter, right? I, I get less as sleep. As do I. You do we'll as well. The club, yeah. Can't sleep as well, feel much less energetic, much less positive. Yeah. Um, I love spring and summer. Preach. So... Um, what I like to do is plant a load of bulbs and I'm hoping for spring. Um, but I know spring is coming. And the reason I know it's coming is the last 48 years that I've lived. Mm -hmm. It's come every time. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I go out and I buy the bulbs and that's like an act of faith and hope because I know that spring is coming. And so for me, Hope is living in winter, mm. knowing that summer's coming. Yeah. And I guess we can know with our hope um, is certainty. Um, one, because the character of God, and two, because of Jesus' resurrection. Yes. Two things pop to me. Which reminds me, I, I, um, I used to mentor a, a um, young adult who uh, struggled with, with really strong depression. And I remember one time, we met up and he was really just struggling and I, I didn't know what to do. We kind of sat there just together um, and talked and um, cried. Um, but we also, uh, we just, we, we looked at the evidence for Jesus's resurrection together. And it was a very powerful thing of saying, look, we can know we have this certainty, the certain hope. He is going to make all things new. But if Jesus uh, conquered death, uh, conquered sin, 
then the way this world is now is not forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a poignant moment for us of kind of we're struggling now, but we can hold on to this truth. We know it is coming. Mm-hmm. Revelation 21, he's going to make all things new mm-hmm. uh, when Jesus returns. Um, mm-hmm. That is a key part of our hope. Yeah, and, you know, the 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 New Testament writers talk about the resurrection as the first fruits. So Jesus's resurrection is yeah. the first fruits, mm-hmm. um, which means that we're all going to rise just as he has risen. And everything that is weak and horrible about ourselves, our bodies, our world is going to be restored to flourishing. That connects as well. Titus 2.13 says, waiting, we're waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, the key part of our hope is the return of Jesus, where he renews all things, including ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, thinking about hope, I was thinking um, it's 40 years since Martin Luther King's famous speech um, by the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, um, when he spoke of the hope of, um, you know, that, that famous speech, I have a dream, um, that people will, will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Mm. And, you know, that, that civil rights movement was a movement that was based on hope. Yeah. The hope that, justice would roll down like rivers and righteousness like a never failing stream and that that people would get on and it was actually based on christian hope it was a, the civil rights movement was infused with that christian hope mm. that that the kingdom the kingdom is coming mm. and so they went after it they they went after it because because of the hope the christian hope yeah 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 for sure it, if if that hope, um, the Bible describes our hope as a living hope because Jesus is alive. He's He He defeated death, um, uh, the ultimate hope, hope destroyer, you could say, death um, and decay. Um, if that hope is alive, um, it makes all the difference, I guess, to how do we see ourselves, we see this world. Um, if our hope is in fragile and things that could easily actually fail us. It's a wishful thinking. We're, well, as Jesus would put it, we're on sinking sand instead of solid ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm thinking, Chris, how, what does it look like then to live with living hope, hope uh, that's in God, hope that's in um, what Jesus has done, his kingdom? What does it look like in a, in a depressing right now, in many ways, world? There's a lot of reasons to say global warming, war, um, injustice, uh, terrible leadership and and many fronts, um, scandals, uh, so many things, uh, cost of living crisis. How, how do we live with hope now? Mm. Yeah. I mean, taking that analogy of, of the civil rights guys who had this hope, they had their, the eye on the future. It's winter now but summer's coming. Um, It's planting the bulbs, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to go out and plant the bulbs very soon. And I think we, we're about doing that every day. Mm. So we, 
we have the first fruits, um, the, the Holy Spirit of the kingdom that is to come. We have a deposit um, guaranteeing the future. And so just, just carrying that around with us, I guess. Mm. Um, so that, that, that goes into every interaction we have. Yeah, that reminds me of Jeremiah 29, what you were saying, planting the bulbs. Uh, Israel's in exile. They've been conquered by a pagan, terrible nation, and everything just seems to be hopeless. And what are they to do? And then the prophet Jeremiah says, God, you know, says, this is what you're to do in your exile. Um, mm, yes. And it's not just dis despair. It's not, you know, just sit in the dust and do nothing, but... It's very um, normal things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, build houses yeah. and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Uh, there's that sense of, yeah, grow my kingdom. Mm. Uh, and those are all things he's saying to do, build houses, gardens, have children, marriages, those are things that have hope for the future. Mm, um, mm, mm. I love that line, seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I've called you, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Mm. Um, and I think that's how to bring hope, mm. actually. Um, we're here in the heart of Southampton. Um, when we go out for a coffee, we can seek the peace and the prosperity of the city as we go out for coffee. What's described there is very normal things, and I think mm. bringing hope can be do it just doing quite normal things, yeah, like going out for coffee, like going to watch Southampton Football Club, like playing tennis, um, going to work. But we we do it with hope because we are bringing the kingdom with us. Yeah, I guess you could summarize um, in some ways. How do we we live with? this hope as well do not despair yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah keep going living for jesus keep making disciples of all nations um, i have to keep reminding myself i mean i i i can be quite a glass half empty person i think um you know you're from you're from america americans tend to be more glass half full we own the whole glass yeah <laughs> <laughs> us brits we can descend into a, a spiral of hopelessness quite quickly i think yeah your 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 winters, I can understand why. Uh, yes, um, yeah. So we we have a living hope. Uh, a hope um, means we don't have to despair. A hope that's not in anything that's flimsy or 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 um, easily destroyed, but in God and His character, which we see most clearly in Jesus and His resurrection. Um, and you can see, can't you, that people without that, without that solid foundation. Um, you know, you can see how people can drift into nihilism quite quickly that, you know, everything's meaningless, there's nothing solid, everything's flimsy, why should I bother? Mm. Um, and I, I think times where we take our eyes off Jesus and the kingdom, we can go there too. Yeah, yeah. I thought it might be a good place to wrap up there uh, by reading 1 Peter... Uh, chapter 1, verses 3 to 8. Do you want to read it, Chris? I think you have the better voice. Okay. 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 3 to 8. Yeah. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy.